Welcome to the Educate, Empower, and Evolve podcast. My name is Haley Vera, and I'm a lifestyle coach with my roots in holistic nutrition, personal training, and yoga. I'm admittedly a total nerd with a huge passion for gut health and optimizing human performance naturally. If you feel like you're drowning in the information available to you online, come hang out with me on the E3 podcast every single week and learn simple, effective strategies to help you balance your hormones, increase your energy, heal your guts, and optimize your mindset. I promise to provide you with science-backed knowledge and new perspectives so that you can make empowered decisions for both your health and happiness and evolve into the best version of yourself possible. Thank you for tuning in and lending me your ears. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the E3 podcast. As always, I'm excited to show up and to share little nuggets of knowledge with you guys. And all of you who have listened to my podcast before, you know that I'm a pretty big nerd. I love all things health and fitness, especially when it comes to gut health and hormones and body composition. That fascinates me. But one of my biggest passions as a coach is actually coaching for mindset. Because I'm a big believer that you can't change your physical body without changing what's on the inside, at least not permanently. We can definitely get short-term results. For example, you do the 75 hard and you lose 10 pounds, or you do whole 30 for 30 days and you lose five pounds and feel pretty good. But we are always going to go back to the way that we were if we don't change the operating systems. And what I mean by the operating systems is your own brain. You know, the functionality of your brain, the systems that are at work. And I kind of like to think of my brain as a computer. And I've talked about this before on the podcast. It's like what you search for in your brain, you will find evidence for. We love, our ego loves more than anything to be correct. And so if you're running a system, a belief system that you are overweight and that your family has bad genetics, your brain, will seek out evidence that that is true and the behavior that will follow, the actions that you will take will support that belief system. And so if you want true permanent change in your life, it's all starting from within with your mindset. And that's why we have such a big focus on mindset at Health Pillars. It's one of our core pillars. We have four pillars of health, nutrition, fitness, recovery, and mindset. And I kind of think of like nutrition and training as the tip of the iceberg. If you guys have ever looked at a picture of an iceberg, the tip sticks out of the water and the majority of the iceberg, like 80% of it is below the water. So I think of mindset kind of as like the bottom of the iceberg, what we don't see. It's what's on, it's beneath the surface and surface level, we can change actions and behaviors. But if we don't actually have a true identity shift or a change in our operating systems, our belief systems that are running our day-to-day life. It's really hard to get permanent results. And that's why people will start something and then fall off track. And they'll do really well for, you know, 30 days. They've got this excitement. Maybe there's like a wedding or a holiday or a weekend that they want to look at the beach for. And so they're pushing really, really hard for that thing, but they don't actually change their operational systems. And so as soon as that motivation dies, then we're right back to where we were. And so today's podcast is actually mindset focused, as you can imagine with that introduction. Today, we're going to be talking about impermanence. That might sound kind of boring to you, but please stick around because it's really interesting. 
when we start looking at this. Now, rewind back to circa 2014. And this was my first ever yoga teacher training. Before I went, we actually had to read a few books. There was a couple of textbooks that we had to read before we went to our yoga teacher training. And my first yoga teacher training was actually in Mexico on the Baja. It's about an hour from Todos Santos. And we actually lived in tents, like literal tents, the ones that you would take camping, like little tents, single man tents. I guess there were probably two man tents because it fit a single bed in there on the beach. And we were out of cell range, so no cell phones. We were an hour from Todos Santos. If you wanted to run down the beach to Todos Santos for an hour, you could get there. It took me, actually, I think it was longer than that. It was an hour drive. I remember going down to Todos Santos a couple weekends. We would go, all the girls would go down there and hang out at that beach. And I remember a couple of times I was a bit of a psychopath at the time. I ran home in the heat. There's some other funny stories along there. But at the time I was dealing with a lot of body dysmorphia. That's when my foot kind of entered the door, kind of like peeking into the world of health and fitness was 2014. And it was very shortly after my first yoga teacher training that I actually dove into my first nutrition course. And that's what kind of got the ball rolling with my certifications for personal training, further nutrition, my interest in gut health. But yoga was really the catalyst for my interest and passion for mindset, truly, because there's so much mindset work that you do. And for those of you who don't know me, or maybe you're new here, or maybe I've never mentioned this on a podcast you've listened to before, I have over a thousand hours of yoga teacher training, which makes me, you know, I could teach yoga teachers if I wanted to. I never really followed that path longer than just teaching full-time yoga for a couple of years. I love it. I'm so passionate about it. And I took away more of the mental emotional side of yoga than anything else. To be quite frank with you guys, it's a lot of time teaching hot yoga and it totally smashed my adrenals and I overstretched a lot of my ligaments. So good with the bad. There's a lot of benefit to yoga, but the way that I was doing it was actually unhealthy. Now, the mindset aspect of yoga is what was really important to me in part of my healing process. In learning and understanding who I was and being able to look at my thoughts objectively, because I learned about the big mind and small mind, and I learned that I am not my thoughts and that my thoughts don't define who I am, I can actually change my own belief systems and those belief systems will change my reality. Now that's a nutshell, but big picture, you guys, it was so valuable for me to learn that because I was so caught up in all of my negative self-talk and self-sabotage. And I thought that I was, you know, never going to be happy. And I was always going to spend my time in misery, hating my body, feeling like a failure, you know, dropped out of university and was struggling with eating disorders at the time. Engineering was never going to make me happy, even though I passed all my courses. My dean was so pissed that I quit because I got full-ride scholarships for engineering and then just dropped out. And I struggled with that for so long. I didn't talk to my friends. I was, you know, I barely wanted to talk to my family. I felt like such a failure because I was, you know, student of the year, valedictorian. I had a 97 GPA when I graduated high school, and I thought that I was going to be the world's best engineer. And that was what I was meant to do because I was really good at science and math. But I was actually really passionate about fitness. I loved all sports. So looking back at it, it's like my science brain has only just served me in my role here as a fitness coach. So in that, back to the whole yoga thing, my first yoga teacher training, I had to read these books. And one of the books that I had to read, I actually forget the name of the book. And I know it's somewhere in my book collection. I should dig it out. There was a quote in that book. And the quote went, impermanence is the only constant in life. And I had to sit with that for a really long time for it to totally make sense to me because I was attached to a lot of things. 
right? And it was all about non-attachment. In in yoga practice, we call this, you know, theory or concept aparigraha. It's one of the eight limbs of yoga. Sorry, it's one of the, yeah, limbs of yoga where we talk about like ahimsa, etc., like non-harming. Aparigraha is non-grasping or not holding on to, okay? So impermanence is the only constant is what we're going to be talking about today. Now, the reason that I want to talk about this with you guys is that if we cannot embrace the idea that life is always changing, we will always be spending our time in misery, unhappy, frustrated, sad, in grief, living in the past. Change is inevitable. From the moment we're born, we start to change and evolve. We go from wearing diapers and making little gurgly noises to crawling, to running, to maybe running a business or having your own family. Like things are always changing and adapting. But not only that, we experience different seasons and chapters in our lives. And I don't mean like fall, winter, summer, but that's a really great example of change on like a global scale or a universal scale. Things are always changing, evolving, adapting. And so are we. And there's different seasons for everything. I think there's this season where we're in school and we're learning And there's going to be the season of like relationship building and the season of maybe it's having your own family or grinding really freaking hard to build a business, right? That's the season I'm in. So there's seasons and chapters and it's important to understand that change is a supernatural part of life and that resisting that is only going to lead to suffering long-term. And the reason that I really want to dive into this this week, now when you guys listen to this, it's going to be the end of May because I am stocking up a few podcasts. I actually leave for Australia on Tuesday for the clean health event in Sydney. Really excited to go down there. My mentors are speaking at it and I am super loyal to them and I just wanted to hang out and support them. And also, obviously, the clean health event is going to be a wealth of knowledge that I would love to be in the middle of. So super excited for that. But when you guys listen to this, it's probably going to be after the clean health event. So excited to share my experience with you guys on the podcast in a couple of weeks. But what I'm saying is that this week, was a really hard week for me. Very hard. It was emotionally taxing. I have woken up a couple of mornings feeling like I had ran a marathon the day before, but it was all mental and emotional. And I'm going to just like let it out and let you guys know what's going on. So I have a team that I work with at Health Pillars, and we have a large team of coaches. And the very first coach that I ever hired, she worked with me for better part of, I guess it's probably about a year and a half. It was going to be two years this October. So the better part of a year and a half, I've been working with this individual. And we had a meeting last week and the meeting kind of went the way that, you know, feeling too much pressure, the business is growing really quickly. And I had her in the position of a team manager. And so it was, you know, this question of, I think there's too much pressure on me to perform. And I didn't feel that I was putting that pressure there. I encourage my coaches to grow and evolve with us, right? But she'd been asking for more, right? Like asking for more support to be able to get to 100 clients herself on her own. And so I'd been supporting her in that realm, obviously helping her with marketing and making sure that we were getting the right support systems in place behind the scenes in the business for that to happen, for her to grow further. And then she turned around and said, this is too much pressure. And of course, As a leader on the team and as a coach, I understand that sometimes we make a decision that isn't right for us and we need to back out of that or find a new path for ourselves that makes more sense and in alignment with who we are. And she's like, well, maybe I would be better off doing this on my own. I'm like, well, (laughs) building a business on your own definitely isn't going to be less stressful than doing it with a team, right? Because we have a lot of resources. We have a lot of support for you. 
But anyways, the foot was kind of out the door at that time. And I said, you know what? Take a week to think about it. It's all good. You know, we'll chat about it in a week after you have some time to like meditate, journal, do whatever you need. Come back, we'll chat. And this individual came back and had broken her contract and gone behind my back. And it was grounds for immediate termination from her position within the company. Even though she'd been considering leaving, it was like termination day of. Very sad and very hard, right? And I struggled a big time with that decision. And, you know, how that panned out was obviously uncomfortable as the owner of the business to have things end that way. But in the moment when we got off that call and I was first angry, you know, that this individual had what I had felt like had been something of almost intentional disrespect. I had this moment, this flashback to reading that book before I went to yoga of impermanence being the only constant. And I just sat with that for a second and I was like, yeah, that's so true, you know? And this individual needed to evolve in a different way. And that's okay. Like finding acceptance in that just left me with peace. You know, I have no anger, no resentment. I'm just left with peace because I understand that impermanence is the only constant. People change, things change, the business is changing and evolving. And if that no longer aligns with a coach on my team, then it's my responsibility. It is my, yeah, it's just, it's more than my responsibility. It's a part of being a leader. It's my obligation to find acceptance for that and to empower that individual to grow. And I wish that I had had the opportunity to empower her to leave instead of to have to close the door so quickly because there are obviously running a company there are certain you know um, boundaries that we have in place to keep our clients safe and happy and to make sure that everything is fair for the team and to have those you know very simple boundaries disrespected and broken it was I wasn't able to have that empowering role with her leaving. But if any other individual came to me and said that they wanted to leave in a way that there had not been any, you know, disrespect or I guess breach of contract in that sense, then there would be the conversation of how can I support you through this the best that I possibly can? Because change is inevitable. We are always changing and always adapting. And of course, I want every single one of my coaches to stay with me forever the same way that I want my clients to stick with me for the rest of their lives because I end up having so much love for them. But it's important to let them go, right? It's like you come to me as long as you need to heal and evolve into that next level of you, that 2.0 version of you to be able to go on and live your life. And I would love to be in your corner for like the rest of forever. And I've had clients that have stuck around for longer than two years. And I love that. But the majority of people, it's like, this is a place at Health Pillars for you to heal and change and grow. And so change to me is inevitable and it's important. It's really easy to get stuck in a rut, hate your job, be unhappy in your relationship, feel like you're not making progress, be unhappy with your image in the mirror, being stuck with that extra 20, 30, 40 pounds of body weight. And the reason that we're not moving forward is that we're resisting change. We are trying to hold on to the past or the people around us that don't serve us or the environment that isn't serving us or what's happening in the present. We're trying to hold on to that so tightly that we are unable to move forward. Now, on that note, in the present, if there's an experience that you go through, a traumatic event, losing a loved one, that grief and sorrow is something that we need to process to move forward. And we have to understand change is inevitable. People are going to pass away. Relationships are going to end. Jobs are going to end. 
new jobs are going to start. It's like there is always going to be change. But when we hold on to the idea of that person still being alive, or we hold on to the idea of that relationship being healthy when it's no longer healthy, that's what creates unnecessary suffering. When we hold on to expectations of what we think other people should or could do, that also creates unnecessary suffering. So to be able to live in a flow state, we have to understand everything is always in flux. And if we can move with that, ebb and flow with that, that gives us the ability to adapt and have growth and evolution in our lives and to feel empowered too in our choices day to day. So how do we embrace change? Well, first we need to practice acceptance and acceptance I've talked about before on podcast, you guys, this fucking hard to do. Sometimes it is hard. Like I had a hard time accepting how I was feeling. It's like I had a hard time accepting the truth. I had a hard time accepting the reality of the situation this week, of that this individual went behind my back. That was hard for me to accept. But if I didn't accept that, I would be sitting here in anger and resentment and frustration for as long as it took me to get to a place of acceptance. And maybe I never get to a place of acceptance. And for the rest of my life, I carry around this itty little bit of anger with me and it comes out on other people. You know, whatever is in our cup, when it gets shaken, it spills out. So the next time I'm in a traffic jam or in an argument with my partner, that anger and resentment and frustration that I'm holding on to because of something else in my past is going to spill over. And it's not fair to that person in the present moment. So acceptance is so key for us to be able to move through our life in flow, right? We create unnecessary suffering. Like it happened Wednesday. It's Friday. I'm happy. I'm sitting here doing this podcast. I'm genuinely grateful for my time that I got to grow with that person. And I'm genuinely grateful for my team who supported me through this. And I'm genuinely grateful for my clients who are probably going to listen to this podcast and send me a message, ask me how I'm doing. I am genuinely grateful for my partner who was there for me that same day when I came out of the meeting and I was literally like hands shaking and tears welling up in my eyes. And it was a moment that I just let myself feel that and I let it come through and then it passed. And I just find this, I'm like, I'm like, okay, okay. So what's the next step? You know, accept and then move forward. Accepting is a little bit different than embracing. If we just accept it, we're still in kind of a neutral place. But if we can truly embrace change, like lean into it and be like, yes, this is exactly what my life needed. For me, it was like, this is exactly what my business needed. If you lean into that and trust in the process, everything I believe happens for a reason. And at the time it may be uncomfortable. It might create unwanted feelings sadness, grief, sorrow, whatever is coming up for you. But I think that it is a part of our evolution for growth. And the more we can accept, the easier it is for us to evolve. And the more we can embrace, the easier it is for ourselves to have empowered feelings going forward. Because if you are just accepting how someone was, you may still feel like the victim. I'm going to say that again. If you only come to the place of acceptance, you may still feel like the victim. You accepted how that person treated you or how that situation played out. But if you lean into it and you look for the lesson, you seek it out, you will grow from it. You will be better for it. That can sometimes be really hard to believe, but I promise you the people that have gone through the worst and the toughest shit on this planet and that the people that lean into that and lean into those lessons and they let go of the identity to become that next version of themselves, those are the people who are killing it. Those are the people who have successful business who have healthy relationships, who have millions of dollars in the bank. Trust me, because I've seen it. <laughs> First of all, I've seen it. And second of all, 
it's a part of our process. It is a part of who we are. And if your story is that you always have unhealthy relationships and that you're always going to have abusive partners or you're always going to be overweight, if your identity and the story you tell yourself, the narrative that you're constantly running through your head is stuck and you're holding on to that, you're grasping onto it so tightly, you're going to be stuck in the same negative loops, same shitty relationships, same shitty jobs, everything. You're going to stay stuck there, unhappy in the mirror, same clothing size. You might lose five pounds and then gain 10 back, but you're going to stay stuck. Being willing to change means changing your own narrative. So easy. It's so easy to say, this is who I've always been. This is who I am. That's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. You are just refusing to change. You're refusing to change. And that is unhealthy. And that's why you're unhappy. When we can change our narrative and break free from those loops, we'll be able to start changing our story in a new narrative for ourselves, writing a new chapter. So I hope that this podcast episode was helpful for you guys and that this was something that was constructive for you in your life. You know, I encourage you to practice mindfulness on a daily basis, whether it's a daily routine or journaling, because when we're more mindful, we can observe our emotions without judgment. We can really tap into that big mind that I was talking about, and that can help us to cultivate an incredible amount of resilience and adaptability, right? Resilience and adaptability are essential traits in navigating change. They are. And so being able to create new stories, new narratives that empower us and align with our values and goals is so important for navigating change with ease and grace. So thank you guys so much for showing up on this episode with me today. I appreciate you more than you know, and I thank you for being here. And if you are stuck in a negative loop and you want out and you want a coach that is going to help you not just with macros and training programs, and you want someone that truly understands change, hit me up. Send me a message. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook. It's Haley Vera. Shoot me a message and I will see what I can do to help you with your mindset so that you can evolve into that best version of yourself possible. Peace, love, and personal growth. Have an incredible day. I hope it's sunny where you are because I am looking outside right now at the sunshine and it's so gorgeous. So whatever day it is, whatever day you're listening to this, I hope that the sun is shining. And if it's not, just know that the sun is still shining. There's just a few clouds in the way. It's the same as your spirit. Your spirit is shining. You may just have a few cloudy thoughts that are in the way. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E3 podcast. I had so much fun sharing my knowledge with you, and I hope that you enjoyed today's show. If you found value in this episode, the number one thing that you can do to support the show is share this episode on your social media platforms or leave a review. If you'd like to find out about the lifestyle programs I offer online, go to healthpillars.ca and click apply today to fill out an application for coaching. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Peace, love, and personal growth.